Give me that beat, boo. It's a full-time jack move. You know what it is. Welcome back to the Blackout Podcast. My name is ODM, one half of Lighter Shade of Brown. Welcome to the birth of Lighter Shade of Brown, season one of the Blackout. We're so excited. It's been one hell of a run, and we want to thank you for you know tuning in every single week. If you missed any episodes, I encourage you to go back. All right, they're, they're in the description, or just go to the video tabs of this. Shout outs to uh, Danny Boy, our resident DJ. Hey, what up, what up, what up? Danny Boy. Welcome to the Blockout Podcast. Shout out to my boy, Money Moons. Yes, sir. You know how we do. What's Hitting up, Mr. Wu Tang? I think last week you had on Tupac. Hey, I got it at Walmart, all right? It's cool. You got it at Walmart. <laughs> Walmart has the deals. <laughs> Wu Tang at Walmart. Yeah, I, I like that. Shirts, man. So check it out, man. We got a, a special guest today, as always. I hate saying special guest. I mean, not that he's not, or not that they aren't, but you oh, ever know. Notice podcasts, they're usually, uh, that's what they, that's it. We, we have a special a guest, special guest. Well, how special? Um, they're all special. No, we got a guest. It's not just a guest. It's a homie. We got a special homie. Can I say that? There you go. We got a homie Come from on. back in the day. You know, of course, this is how we do it on the birth of Lighter Shade of Brown, man. This, we, we bring you the goods. Um, this homie right here, we, we crossed paths years ago. He's uh, ventured out onto the road with us. He was kind to, kind enough to work with us and even sometimes not only protect us, but also discipline us. And you'll know what I mean as we get into this interview. Ladies and gentlemen, our bodyguard, our brother, our friend, Manny Pinson. What's up, everybody? How y'all doing? <laughs> Thank you for the invite. Welcome, brother. Thank you. Thank you. I yeah, think uh, it's been a minute, right, since uh, we, we, we saw each other. Maybe was it... Uh, was Sacramento, it Bobby's funeral? Sacramento. Oh, Sacramento? yeah, Bobby. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Bobby. But then uh, the other one was, I think, uh, I was touring with uh, Skilo. Okay. And we did a show in Sacramento. Okay. 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 We, that's where. Yeah. That's we when we, we crossed paths. Yeah. See, my memory just. We'll, we'll, we'll get into that in, in all the shows and all of that. But I, I want to talk about Manny Pinzon. Where did you grow up at, bro? Hawthorne. Okay. Hawthorne, California. Born and raised. Born, well, I was born in Union City in San Jose. Okay. And uh, dad was a horse trainer. He trained thoroughbred horses. So he, he moved to L.A., uh, trained his horses in, the, in the Inglewood, in yeah. Hollywood Park Racetrack. And just loved it. Or, and yeah. he just it moved the whole family out here. Yeah. You got brothers? One brother, three sisters. Okay. And then I have half sisters. Yeah. Half <laughs> that was a player. Yeah, that was a player. <laughs> Papa was yeah. a Not only did he soul. train horses. <laughs> <laughs> I have a bad joke for that right now, but I'm just going to leave that alone. Uh, black is up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so Papa was a Rolling Stone, huh? Mm-hmm. Dang, dude. Did you know that as a kid? Um, later on, I found out because he'd always said something that he wanted me to get to know my brothers and sisters. Right. And I didn't know what he was talking about until I asked my mom about no it. No way. So they were already grown. Yeah. Yeah. So they're like in their late 60s, maybe early 70s, probably. Well, at least he, yeah. I'm trying to look at the bright side here. At least he decided to finally tell you one day. He mm-hmm. waited for you to get a certain age. How yeah. old were you? Do you remember? Were you? Oh, I had to be like already a teenager. Maybe about ten or eleven. How did you take that news when he broke it to you? Yeah, hey, no big deal. I mean, I got brothers and sisters. I didn't see them, but I knew of them. Yeah, you know. <clears throat> have you have you ever crossed paths with them? Yes. Yeah, well, at my dad's funeral, and then um, later on, I found out that. My half brother is not my real half brother. He actually told me himself yeah. that um, his mom was pregnant, and 
my dad and his mom hooked up and took him as his own because he, oh. he wasn't born yet. Okay. So they gave him Manuel's name, which is my dad's name. Yeah. And then when um, my dad left his mom and all that divorce, whatnot, my mom and dad had me and they named me after my dad. So I was the third. Okay. And then I found out I'm now the second. Yeah. I was wondering if yeah. you were a junior. I wanted to say. Uh-huh. Yeah, so, so you're Manny the the third, right, or the second? On paper, on birth certificate, I'm the third. Okay, but in reality, I'm really the second. Okay, so now are you? I want to say, I remember, you're part, you're half Mexican, half, or are you full Mexican? Mexican American, Mexican American. My wallet's is Jewish. Your wallet's is- <laughs> <laughs> tight. <laughs> We're part of uh, Mexico. Yeah, go cancel culture. <laughs> shalom, shalom. <laughs> Throw all my brothers and sisters out there. <laughs> right, 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 right. So growing up in Hawthorne, your dad, you said he he, he raised and trained uh, horses. Is that what he did as his uh, we occupation? Owned, we owned, yeah, okay, owned and trained horses. All right, yeah. And your mom? My mom was a teacher assistant for the LA County assistant. Okay, yeah. school school. School aid or TA or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she did that throughout the mm-hmm. years of uh, you growing up, and yeah. that's how you guys paid the bills. Yeah. Was well, I see. Once again, I went to the school of the Beach Boys, same school, Hawthorne High. Hey, let it be known, the yeah. Beach Boys. Oh, Many years later, I ended up bodyguarding Brian Wilson. Is that right? Yep. He was doing an autograph signing in Hollywood off Sunset. It's a yeah. bookstore, and that's when he was with that doctor. Okay. And. um we were taking a break. Yeah. And Brian and I were talking about the old days of schools and all of Hawthorne High. Yeah. And his doctor was giving him a little hard time. Right. So Brian said, I'm tired. And I go, you want me to tell him to leave? Yeah. And he goes, yeah, I'm tired. And I said, okay, you got to go. That's goes, you it. don't tell me what to do. And I stood up. And I said, okay. <laughs> give him that body. You know? that, that, I'm going to crush you in, in three point seconds. So, look. so did you... Um, so you went to school at the Beach Boys. So I'm assuming I went to, to the same school at the Beach Boys. Same school as the Beach yeah. Boys, but were they already a band? Yeah, at that point. Uh huh. Okay. Because yeah, yeah. yeah, they started what in the 70s? No, in the 60s. 60s. Oh, yeah. I'm tripping. 50s, 60s. Yeah, I'm tripping. So they were already stars then. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they were still in school. No, they were already performing. I was. I had already graduated from Hawthorne High in '85. So when I hooked up with Brian Wilson doing security for him, it was like in the 90s. Brian, Brian, I'm thinking you went to school with them. You no. just went to the same. We school went to the same school. Got yeah. you. Okay, and that's crazy because like, like Shiro, she went to school with like a bunch of rappers, uh-huh. and you, you, you know, you go to school with the Beach Boys, yeah, man, or uh, same school as them. Uh-huh. Now, when when they came out, was that like? W- were there any like other like athletes who came out of your school that were popular or any month? You know, know what? Just- I, I think there's. A couple, but I don't remember, man. Yeah, yeah. You know? The Beach I, Boys were the staple. Yeah. I mean, I did my own thing in, in school. I played football, uh, wrestling in high school, and I'm attracting to throw on the shot put. Yeah. You know, so those were my things. And then uh, I, in high school, I, joined, I uh, signed up for the Marine Corps. Okay. The Marines, and then got out of the Marines. And How many years did you serve? Not long enough. Okay. You know. Um, wasn't your thing well it was but there was a situation that happened to where i ended up getting an honorable discharge anyways okay you know it wasn't my fault but i just ended it mm. you know but and a lot of red tape in between okay you know so you went to the marines you came back what were you bumping at that time what was your music of choice 
All these little goodies, brother. Okay. All these little Motown? Goodies. That's it, man. All these little goodies. Uh, uh, um, Is that what I, your parents bumped? Well, they listened to a lot of the Latino stuff, you know, okay. mariachi music and all that stuff. You know, my uncles were musicians back in the days in San Jose. Yeah. You know, so, you know, uh, I listened to a lot of the old school music or whatnot from them. Okay. You know, and um, my uncles, their own band, I forgot the name of their band, but... We had a sax player, drum, trumpet, guitar. My mom played the piano. Okay. But, uh, Musical family. Yeah. And then my grandfather taught me how to play the guitar yeah. and a saxophone. All right. So you, you were in a school band? Yeah. In, in junior high. Okay. You know, I learned. My grandfather said, you're going to learn how to play a, a, an instrument, you're going to have to start with the clarinet. Which yeah. I, I wanted. To I think saxophone. that was all of ours. First, well, first started, it was like the, flu- the violin, the violin, and the flute. Yeah, and the flute. Then, right? Yeah. My first song I learned was the Twinkle Twinkle Little Star. Yeah. I mi hong, I que bueno. And that was in '94, so you know. <laughs> so the I'm flute, right? Man. The little piccolo or whatever you call it. Yeah. And then that, that, that just kind of like graduated to the clarinet, right? Mm-hmm. I never got to the clarinet, but pretty much. No. It was the flute, and then I moved over to the violin. Then from the violin, I just got into it. Violin so. seems like it'd be a hard instrument yeah, yeah. to My play. My grandfather was a violinist player. He played violin and the bass. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. But essentially, I mean, I mean, that's that's all the same. If you know the notes, you know the notes, right? It's just, or no, am I wrong? I, I, I Yeah, basically. But, you know, there's a stand-up bass and there's a, a bass guitar itself. You know, so you know, you go like this, and then you go like this. You know, the so stand-up is a is a is a cello, right? Yeah, I think well, it's so. a smaller. Okay, the cello smaller, bass is bigger, it's taller. Got you. Yeah, and fatter. You never played the accordion, homie? No, man. <laughs> no, that, that's Texas tornado, man. <laughs> uh, Come on, Freddie Fender was in your you yeah, know what I'm saying? <laughs> in your playlist or what? what? They were good though. Texas tornadoes were good, man. Oh hell yeah. yeah. Yeah, man. First, like Latinos, really not first, but one of the uh-huh. you know back in the day, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It broke down a lot of doors, man. Music was uh, very impactful, man. How, how was? Who's your hero growing up? Did you ever have somebody like that's my superhero? My grandfather. Or, your grandfather. Oh man, he was he was my hero, man. He was my best friend. Tell me about your grandfather. Oh, he was the best, man. He's the best. Oh. What was some of his traits that you remember? Something that he instilled in you? He was a hardworking man. You know, um, always said to, you know, respect your parents. You know, um, if you get mad or whatever, don't raise a hand to them. You take the medicine. That's it. It is what it is. Yeah. You know, and love, love, love. And that's what I try to do. I I tell my grandkids that I love them, hugs yeah. and kisses. You know, yeah. Uh, but um, how old were you when, when he when he passed? I was uh, I was in high school. I'd say maybe about maybe fifteen. Fifteen? Yeah. And then shortly after that, it, um, my dad passed away. So you know, it was my dad. It was my my uncle. Yeah. My uncle. My no, my grandfather, my uncle, my grandmother, then my dad. Mm. You know, and they all had a big piece of my life. Of sure, learning, you know? close to all of them. Oh yeah, you know, um, that had been tough. I mean, just especially at that age, 
losing him so closely, man, that yeah. had been rough on you. Oh, yeah, because then you have a dad and you have a grandpa and then you don't have no more. Yeah. You know, and that, that was hard because you're learning and then who do you talk to again? Yeah. What was your first job? Cutting grass. I was a newspaper boy, delivered paper yeah. on a bike. And then uh, rain or shine on a bike, yeah. delivered papers. And then I sold clothes at a Boston store. Um, I went from maintenance to security to a salesperson in Boston store. <laughs> it's a clothing store. Right, right. They're no longer around anymore. You know, and then I worked at AMC Theater in Hawthorne. Um, in high school, I was a camp counselor, you know. Camp counselor. Camp counselors for sixth graders. Yeah. Okay. And then uh, if the kids messed up, I had everybody. It was about the time I was trained to go into Marine Corps. I had everybody move the racks out of the way, just lined them up, and we all did exercise. It only took one person to mess up, and then we all got checked, you know. And uh, and well, you was doing the checking? Yep. <laughs> I can already tell, mm-hmm. bro. Yep. So, just by working with your ass, I already know what kind of <laughs> camp counselor you would have been. But, you know, the, the, some of the, the parents, you know, Call the teachers up and all that, and want to know. Did they? Because I, I, I well, feel like it was different back. It was then a good thing though than, but, than it is today. Like kids a, get, don't, they don't seem like they don't get disciplined on the field. Like, mm-hmm. oh, win or lose, you know, yeah. just as long as you have fun. Nah, we sometimes we out there to win. You know what I mean? Like, they, they all the parents look at it. Who put their kid in check? Because when they came home, they were totally different. Yeah, they were more respectful. You know, so this one girl at school, she came yelling, "Manny." What did you do to my cousin? I said, nothing. Why? My mom wants to know um, who put my cousin in check. I, I did. I did. Yeah. I put him in check, you know. I said, we were all a team, you know. And if one messed up, they all messed up. Right. And uh, several years later, I found out that two of the kids joined the Marine Corps. I seen them. Yeah, you know, on the street, man. I thank you for everything. Thank you for everything. Yeah. See, yeah. that's what I'm talking about. To every coach out there, to every camp counselor, you know what I mean. It's tough love. Yeah, and sometimes you need that because yeah. you're not getting that at home. Mm-hmm. How long did you do that for? Camp counselor? Yeah, just in high school. Okay, that was it. You know, and then, uh, um, like I said, I signed to join the Marines, and then uh, right after that, after that, it came out, and then I worked for a company. I worked at Hollywood Park Racetrack. Yeah. And then I worked for a company called Staff Pro. I was going to say, didn't your dad ever want to bring you in, or is that something you didn't want to do? I, my dad wanted me to do that, and I told my dad, if I can't take care of dogs, what makes you think I can take care of a horse? <laughs> Facts. Yeah. Facts. And he understood where I was coming from. Yeah, you have to my have thing, that, Dad. You have to have that love. Got to have that love. And, and, and I, it's a good thing you didn't waste his time either. Yeah. Yeah. You know You know what I mean? Yeah. Seriously. Showing you, man. That, that's dope. We, you know, the... the you know, they they gave me the freedom, but then I, you know, I learned a lot. Right. You know, growing up, you know, I was no angel. Yeah, I ran the streets and everything, but yeah, you know, I never brought anything home. You Did know? you gangbang? I never brought anything home. Did you? <laughs> <laughs> Did you steal? Uh, <laughs> uh, for, brought that home. <laughs> <laughs> it was unknown. <laughs> it was unknown. Yeah. You know. Uh, so, what point did you get into security? Again, I'm like, when when let's kick that I, off. I guess. When uh, um, or what made you oh, I, like, decide you wanted to go to the security route? I wanted to be always Presley's bodyguard. During that time, <laughs> I met some people at the racetrack. I was yeah. working there, and you know they thought I was from the islands, from Hawaii right. or I, somewhere. Kind of see that. You know? you know, I think we 
Yeah. We always joked about it, you know. And uh, I got clients, you know, to work as their bodyguards and whatnot. Yeah. So I was already in this in the bodyguard scene. Right. You know. But then I I uh started working for a company called Staff Pro. Yeah. And with that itself, you know, we did a lot of uh movie locations or concerts. How old were you at this point? I was in my twenties. Okay. Early twenties? Yes. Okay. So a lot of concerts. Oh yeah. So this was eighties? No, nineties. Okay. It was in the nineties. Early nineties. Yes. Okay. Because um I was working with Kiss FM, my partner Lloyd and I. That's we were, right. We were working with Kiss FM. Right. And we we did all the Kiss FM jobs. Now now you you mentioned Lloyd and I'm glad you brought him up because when when we introduced got introduced to each other, I remember I met Lloyd through you right. or at the same time. And did you meet Lloyd during the Staff Pro days? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you got kind of signed on at the same time. Lloyd was already working for Staff Pro. Right. So when I started working, we were like, he's above me, seniority-wise. Right. But then I moved up in ranks where I was getting more pay and whatnot because the bosses liked the way what I was doing. Right. So um, he... He had, he found out how much I was getting paid. He goes, "Hey man, that's not right." So I go, "I'll take care of you." So I talked to the boss and I go, "Look, in order for me to do certain things, he has to come with me. He needs to pay too." He said, "Okay, no problem." <laughs> that was it. That was it. That was it. Got best friends from that point. That's it, man. We we're brothers the whole time. Lloyd later on he passed away. Right? Uh, how many years had you guys been? friends because i'm sure you guys spent time outside of security with families and stuff right man yeah did he have a family he had a brother a sister his sister passed away at a young age he had already lost both his parents okay so it was just he and his brother you know did he have children no okay you guys were out there running the mug, being single. Hey, yeah, yeah. I'm not sure you brought wifey to this uh, podcast today because she's going to go in our next room. She's going to hear something. <laughs> Sorry, over here. Sorry, over here. <laughs> no, but I mean, it was back in the day. And, and so, who did you, who did you, uh, you know, bodyguard for? I, I mean, you mentioned well, a lot of Kiss FM. We did, well, with shows Hollywood from Hamilton, Wendy. Did they really need bodyguards back then? Radio jocks well, needing... Well, I guess well, Hollywood Hamilton was a big staple, right? Alan K's life was threatened a few times. And because she had like stalkers following her or whatever. Okay. And there was one time that Lloyd and I had a different assignment. And we were supposed to be in Beverly Hills doing a, a, a VIP up there. Yeah. And they had already sent... Our replacement and they said they're not going to do anything until we show up right so we end up coming back from beverly hills going down to i think it was over here in riverside or something like that right and uh we started he got me dog it was me i was at the <laughs> lnk bro I, I admit it bro like there was rick d's but then there was lnk bro uh-huh. and she was a lot more finer mm-hmm. Yeah. But then she started messing. She started messing around with the the owner or program director of yeah yeah roy laughlin yeah I think it was Roy Laughlin. Yeah, Roy Laughlin. Yeah. And then... Uh, or wait a minute. Roy Laughlin, the owner of Laughlin. No. His last name was Laughlin. Wendy, Wendy and Hollywood, Hollywood Hamilton were a thing. They were seeing each other for a while. Okay. Wendy? Yeah. Who's Wendy? Wendy was one of the DJs. Okay. For Kiss FM. Was that like out in the open? 
They kept it on the down low. They kept it on the down low. Yeah. I like that. I like how you're bringing these, these gems right now yeah. from back in the 80s. Or 90s, I should say. Yeah. So Hollywood Hamilton and Wendy were an item. Yep. Got it. Yeah. So, you know, and I totally got off, like, the subject of, of being security because... You just don't need bodyguards just because your life is threatened. I mean, in a sense, with LNK. Some, what I mean is sometimes you, you need security to, to fight the girls off. Or for the groupies, the, as the they would yeah, say. The groupies, right? Yes, uh-huh. In LNK's case, it was a stalker who was a hell of, yeah. like, it could have gotten a lot worse. Oh, yeah. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so then, so you were doing security for Kiss FM, for uh-huh. LNK, and, and, and the When did you start working? Who was your first celebrity that you started, or artist, I should say, that you were doing security work for? Vicente Fernandez. Ooh. No way. Yeah. It was, it was Vicente Fernandez. No, let me go back. That's dope. It was um, Cheap Trick. We did a, my first gig with Cheap Trick was at Universal Studio, and I was uh, working the front of the stage. And the guy that plays the the two way guitar, yeah, he put his shoulder, my my, he put his foot on my shoulder, and when he got through playing the guitar, well, the way how my hair is, you know, he put his pick right on my head, <laughs> you know. And I got it, and I just said, yeah. stuck it and oh, used it as a everybody holder. Everybody wanted it, and I said, "You want it?" And I just put it in my. Wait, pocket. did he leave it there purposely, like, or did he get it back? Mm, he put it on my hair for purposely, like he was just done with yeah, it. Yeah, that was it. As like, uh-huh. like, thank you. Yeah. Okay. And that was it. And then after that, um, uh, Santana, and then we did uh, Vicente. They, w- when I worked with Vicente, it was in. Uh, Santa Ana, the soccer field over there. Santa Ana Bowl? I think that's what it is. It's a big old soccer field or football field or something like yeah, that. Yeah, Santa Ana Bowl. It had to have been. That's where all the concerts were back then, yeah. the 80s and 90s. And um, they told me, you're going to work with Vicente? And I said, uh, no, I can't speak Spanish. Right. And he goes, he speaks Spanish. I mean, English. He understands English. So I said, all right. Who would have thought that? Yeah. So I ended up working with him that night, working yeah. doing his security for him. You know? Also, it was a one-off. We did a couple of times when he was in, when he came in town, but nice I didn't man. tour. I didn't tour. Oh yeah, really nice person, man. Yeah, yeah. I didn't. If I didn't like him, I wouldn't deal with him. Did he pay you good? Well, I worked for the company for Staff Pro. Oh, okay. So they took the money. Staff Pro gave me, like, you know, <laughs> trying to see how much check it, it was. It, 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 it's like the management fee, man. You know, manager get ten percent, and you get percentage. Yeah, yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> you know. Bobby Rasavila, who we've mentioned here in the past yeah. few podcasts, and uh-huh. uh, there's where Lighter Shade of Brown crossed paths with you guys. Yeah. When we met Bobby Ross, that's when we met you and Lloyd. Yeah. Anita, which is Dominguez, I think her last name is, she was a program director for Kiss FM. Right. She came up and asked if I wanted to make some money, Lloyd and I. Yeah. Because his new artist had just got off the road with new kids on a block. Right, that's right. He was on tour. His dad wanted security for him. Mm-hmm. So she goes, how much you charge? I said, give me 500 bucks each. Yeah. So she went over there, talked to him, and came back with some cash. And I said, all right, let's go. For each, meaning? Lord and I. For you and I. So a grand. Okay. Yeah. Now, so, back then, was that good money for security work? That was okay because we were actually taking money from the company. Now, how long were you uh, security for, for Bobby Ross Avila? <clears throat> I think maybe about two, maybe two or three years. Two or three. Then they came, you guys, Latin Side of Soul. Um, I think that these, these girl bands that Bobby was managing too. Was it at one point you were doing security for him and us? 
as long as you guys were i production yeah okay we were part of the security team that's watching you was. guys okay. okay once you guys left right us that was it okay okay so you you lighter shade Red had already left right and then i think skilo had left after that too because he was still under our production with Archie. Archie was Skilo's dad. Okay, I remember that. Okay. Skilo, I wish I was a little bit uh-huh. taller. Yeah. Uh-huh. He was he was a background dancer. Did you know that? For Bobby Ross, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Damn. That's a little gem for you. Yeah. Yeah. Skilo yeah. was a background dancer. And he, I think he had another little uh dancer with him too, a little Mexican kid. Um he always had two. And then didn't Isaiah, his brother, jump in as a dancer too? Isaiah so was a dancer. Yeah, Chris, I think it was an uh, African American kid. You know what it is when Skilo finally broke solo, he had two dancers with him. Yes, that's what it was. Uh-huh. I'm mixing it up, but yeah, it was that, was that that was um, that was bass. Oh God, what's the other guy's name? It, it's so many years back. Yeah, I know that whenever we did shows, Lord and I always dressed up. We did the professional style of coat and ties. Right. All black. I, yes. Yep. I you remember know. that. And, you know, the, um, I know that many times with Senior, yeah, there was a thing of Ross first, Ross first, everybody else second or third. Was it very, like, fast-paced or was it, like, you got to take, you know, you got to be aware of this artist. And well, artist. Our, our main thing was was... Bobby Jr. Okay. Because he was a headliner. That's what he's saying, though, right? Yeah. Like, it was him first and then... Yeah. Okay. But w- whenever the groups were doing a show, we were all together, I made sure that everybody was taken care of. Right. So, even though we went to the clubs and they had their bouncers and all that, I talked to them. I go, hey, this is what I need from you guys or the promoter. You know, I'm head of security. This is what I need for my group. Right. You know? And... um that's how I, I, I worked it. Plus, I'm sure he. I mean, our production was was paying you. Yeah, to to watch <laughs> all of us, or just to well, I mean. you know, back in the days, how it was. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of talk, but no, no, no whole lot of this too. Oh, okay, you know, so you know, we enjoyed it. Right, Ross was only like, I think, fourteen. Wow. 15 yeah. and then i was 16 bobby was, was 20 and Fabian was 20 or uh-huh. something like that yeah so we were young yeah. so it was always the we did a lot of shows in 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 arizona new mexico and texas how was it uh doing security for us ladder shake bobby was such a pain sometimes hired and fired me so many times <laughs> you know i remember the talks bro it's funny you bring that up because we'd be in certain scenarios and something wouldn't go right or whatever and i just hear him like hey get that uh, hey uh-huh. yeah you fired when we get back home cut you fired and yeah. this and that and what, what was your response to that how would you respond to that i don't give a fuck yeah <laughs> <laughs> i know you're gonna tell in your own words but i want to say because you, you you only looked out for our best interests. yeah and we were hard-headed Right? Well, I got to give a lot of props to Jam and James because he helped me out a lot with Bobby. Okay. Um, they were buddy buddies, you yeah. know, doing their thing. And you were not so bad, you know. The only problem I had uh, is um, I guess you were listening to Bobby one time and, hey, we don't need him because we don't need cuz, you know. Yeah. But 
But your mom turned around and goes, yes, we do. Because not only that was the security, but I was a road manager too. Yeah. And I handled your money, your contracts, and all that on the road. That's right. You know? Yeah. You know? Appreciate that, man. Because a lot and, of people don't give props for that. You know? You're there to do one job only. But Anytime Bobby wanted money, I made sure he did a receipt for it. Right. Because there was always, man, I should be getting this, I should be getting that. Money was missing. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. So everybody got paid right. If you took money out of your own pay, it's because you got it. And I have a receipt for it. That's right. I remember you used to walk around you know? your book. And it's also important because when taxes come at the end of the year, you yeah. got to report that shit, especially being self-employed. <laughs> we didn't even do a toast, brother. My bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry about that. Um, I know for my sake, you know, we we had to make sure my taxes were on point. I, you know, shout out to my mom for, for teaching me all of that because yeah. it, it hadn't, then I'd have been. I give your mom a lot of job. props, man, because your mom taught me a lot. I have none but love and respect for your mom. Right on. None but love mm-hmm. for her, man. You know, and I do anything for you to this day. I do whatever she I She's a tough cookie, too. Oh, huh? yes. Cliff Ritchie was on here a while back, and, and she was he was saying the same thing. Yeah. Like, dude, like, your mom was, she was on every, her, her dotted her eyes and crossed her yeah. T's with everything. She knew about contracts. Yeah. And she taught me about contracts. So that's how I ended up becoming you guys' road manager. Because I think you guys had two or three road managers before me. Right. And one of them, I had to tell him it was his last day. And the guy, that he was the one that looked like Barney Fife. Little mixing guy. Rudy, I think his name was. Or Ruben. I could be wrong. Oh, I'm trying to remember. Because you already were doing things outside of the entertainment business, you know. And plus, your mom was guiding you, which yeah. was a good thing. Right, right. Because Bobby didn't have that guidance. Mm-hmm. You know, and, you know, um, which was, look what you have now. Right. You know, and that's because, I, to me, I don't hope I'm not out of places that your mom guide you right. Right. You know. Thank you. And, and pointed you X, Y, Z. Mm-hmm. You know, versus Bobby didn't get all the way up to X, Y, Z. Mm. You know, it's always one relationship after a relationship after a relationship. Yeah. You know. And he wasn't really happy. Yeah, I didn't understand the whole money thing back then. I, my uh, mom would just, she would just take it and take it and take it and put it away for safekeeping yeah. for, for a rainy day, as she would say later on. Uh-huh. And I didn't understand that because, you know, you're young, you're yeah, making yeah. this money, you see others, and you see more material, flashy things. And, I mean, here, I just wanted a, you know, I wanted a fresh tea every other day, you know what I mean? But it was like... Okay, you will give you this, but we're going to hold this onto this, uh-huh. and that's how the conversations went. And ultimately, uh, you're right; it ended up saving my ass in the long run when him and I split up, because now I was living off of that that was saved. Uh-huh. So, yeah, man, yeah. props to mom for that. Yeah, man. You know, I, I I had spoken to Bobby, you know, a few times while he's in rehab or whatnot, mm-hmm. and. I spoke to his girlfriend or his wife at the time. Uh-huh. You know, what was he in Utah or a different state? Uh, he was in Colorado. Colorado. Yeah, yeah, he was living out there. And she asked, oh, yeah, Bobby told me a lot about you, you know. And um, I go, well, I hope we get a chance to meet, you know. And he had came down to L.A. Mm-hmm. I guess he was going to uh, rehabs in L.A. that they were 
Um, Pasadena. Pasadena. Yeah. 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 So just before, yeah, uh, 20, 2015, I believe, is when he enrolled. Yeah. Yeah. And that's during the time you guys were doing a documentary on him. Right. Right. Exactly. You know, lighter shade of reality. Yeah. So, but you know, I never got a chance to you know see him for the last time, but mm-hmm. we talked on the phone. Mm-hmm. You know, what were the conversations like? He apologized for a lot of stuff he had done. Yeah. You know. And I say, hey, man, you know, it's all about growing up, man. You were young. Right. You had enjoying yourself. The business kind of made young guys that way. Right. You know, I mean, you out learning and enjoying life. Yeah. Where versus myself, I was over that already because I've already worked with VIPs traveled around already different countries right. and whatnot. Because you, know? you wouldn't let us again. It's a disciplinary thing. Like, no matter how much we fought you, and how you know because of our ego and realizing, hey, we're, you still work for us. It was like you were doing it for our best interest. Whatever it was, whether it was, you know, you always, you know, that, and that think that's part of your job of security. You always see something, you know, that the things we don't see all the time. So it's like no. It's probably not a good idea we go to this after party or maybe or now nah, i'm gonna hold on to this because you're gonna get drunk and you're gonna lose it whatever you have your necklace wallet whatever bring it to me so it won't get ripped off right you know because there's some sticky fingers late at night Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you know groupie love yep. do, do, do. exactly <laughs> We get an extra room sometimes, just just one for play mm-hmm. and then one for stay. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> or sometimes if we didn't have enough money for the other room, it's just you know that's why we always get two beds. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and we always had our own room. You know what I mean? So you can mess up one side of the room and then the other side is, is, is where you stay. Mm-hmm. But one thing that we always did was is. And we learned this because we learned the hard way is we would, yeah, we'd pull our you know, our jewelry and stuff. And what, man, I had shoes taken from me, like all kinds of stuff. The girls would just come like, because what would happen is we'd fall asleep. They'd get up in the middle of the mm-hmm. night and they dip bounce. with their shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I had Jordan. I remember this. I woke up one, one, one night in the middle of the night after this show. And I had a, one of my Jordans was just the shoebox was on the floor by the front door and one of the Jordans was hanging out. This, this chick took off with one of my Jordans. Just one of them. <laughs> you know, whatever. Collector's item, you know, I don't, I don't know. And and uh, and there's where I learned. Somebody even took off with one of my video cameras. I've had chains stolen. Mm-hmm. Never had money, though. That was a good thing. I think because I always gave it to you. Yeah. You know, but um, yeah, those are some horror stories there. So from that point, I learned, man, I was like, Nah, I'm giving this to to, to Manny because I know it's you know. Depending on on which areas we went to do shows, I've always had either family members backing me up that you guys didn't know. I know we touched upon a little bit, but you also did security work for Skilo. Was that after us or was yes, that before us? After, because okay. after because you guys stopped touring for a while. Okay, and I was already booked with Skilo. Okay, so. Um, when uh, I seen you guys on the road, it was in uh, the Cow Palace in San Francisco. I felt kind of sad and, and hurt because here my little brother's right here, and 
you know, no one's around. You guys are helping you guys out. You know, you guys should be in a truck or, or in, a, in a vehicle going back to the hotel or something. Right. Because you look at it from a security standpoint. Like, what are these dudes walking around with no yeah. security when all these years they had security? You know. Well, I think for us, as we mentioned earlier, it was more so just, the, you know, the <laughs> it was the it was the ladies. It was the groupies, man, that we had to, mm-hmm. you know, back back up. Because at one point we were a little handsome, you know. We did have a little fame. <laughs> and some of them did want us, you know. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but Manny was always there and, and Lloyd to uh we had toured to uh Australia. Yeah. We did a show in Australia. Right, you came with us there, okay. Yeah. That's when I first got my Brandon Proud tattoo. Yeah. Or was that London? I think that was London. Then from there we went to London. Yeah, yeah. And then did we go to Germany? And Jam and James came with us. No, yeah. Germany. We went to uh London and we went to Australia yeah. and then uh later on we ended up going to Japan. Uh-huh. Yeah. So that was dope. Australia yeah. was dope. We went to some one of the promoters' houses, and they Lenny, had an Italian Lenny. dinner for it, right? It's Lenny, Lenny, and it was an Italian dinner. The first mm-hmm. time I ever ate a twelve course meal. I guess that's how Italianos get down, yeah. and 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 it's where they bring you the dessert first or something. You eat backwards. I was all kind of yeah. all new to that shit, but well, I remember it was fire. His dad had an arm missing, but he was a pool shark man because he beat us all in the pool. At the house. No, I don't remember that. Yeah. He beat us with one arm? He had one arm. Damn. <laughs> that says a lot about my pool yeah. game. You know? <laughs> and then his sister liked me. Yeah. You remember we were at the club? Oh, yeah. And Wife, you go upstairs. She goes, <laughs> <laughs> she goes, she goes, I want to hear this. She goes, you want to, I want to dance with you. And I said, I can't because I'm working. Yeah. And she turned around and asked you guys, yeah. I'm going behind her going like this. And you both look at each other and go, go ahead. Yeah. Okay. One slow dance. That's it. Yeah, yeah. And we ended up leaving. Oh, we was just looking at We had a great old time in yeah. Australia, man. Australia was tough. In London, not so much. I wasn't really, you know, vibing off London. No no diss to London at all. Well, but Australia was we, just on we, another level. Yeah, well, we got detained in London. Ooh. Yeah. What happened there? Was that because Bobby's, uh, Bobby had some, like, hash or something like that, I think, had, right? He, it wasn't allowed over there? No, no, nah, well, no. Well, you can't it bring was, it back. It was, oh. it was on the clothes, right? So as we're in the line getting ready to go uh, on a plane, you have these dogs walking around. Yeah, the snip, the, the canines. And, and I was watching the dog sat down one time by Bobby and Jam and James. Right. And then the dog took off. They took the dog in and then came back around, sat down again, and they brought a different dog up. Yeah. And then the next thing I know, we're being detained. You yep. know? So we were detained in London. Okay, because I I think I want to say we were coming coming going straight we're coming to Canada. Home. We're coming, we're coming home. straight home. We're coming oh, home. Okay, okay. We're, we're at the Heathrow Airport. Yeah. Okay, and that's when it, all that happened, and you know they took care, they checked everybody, and all that. And I'm talking, you know, hey, um, we just got to performing, you know, and we're going back home to, to LA, and, and that's about the time when uh, Coolio got busted too. Oh, okay. You know, what did he get busted for? For that clothing stuff or whatever. Supposedly they they accused him of stealing some clothes at a store or something like that. Damn, I don't remember. But it wasn't that. him; it was one of the crew members or something like that. They oh, it was always kid. is, always yeah. is somebody in your camp. Yeah, crazy. Yeah. So yeah. then, wow, that was a wild story, That's, man. You Did guys, you ever go with us to Guam or uh, uh, Hawaii? Hawaii, many times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where I met my beautiful honey. That's right. Ah, mm, uh, shout out to Wavy. <laughs> shout out to Wavy. <laughs> How long you been married now, Manny? Twenty three. Twenty three years. Twenty four years. years? Yes. How many kids? We have two 
of our own. Uh huh. And then four from our first marriage. Blended family. Dope. Yes. Six kids. Mm-hmm. And then we have any grandkids, honey? Now Six it's coming back to me. Now I'm remembering her from when we were in Hawaii. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and I remember. Didn't you? I want to say you missed a couple shows like later on because you you went back to Hawaii or something or. or well, that was the reason why we stopped working. Nah, bro. <laughs> nah, bro. But I remember there were a couple of times that uh-huh. you, you dipped back to Hawaii. Uh, I want to, or no, or you brought her here. One of the two. No, eventually she, she was. Well, eventually, yeah. But that was uh, another one before my wife. Oh shit! <laughs> Snap! <laughs> Hit that sound effect. That, that, that was the one that, that that always took care of our rooms. When we went to Hawaii Oh okay You know Cause We met her In Backstage of Hawaii And when we were doing a show in Hawaii It's a small park or something like that Right And then We just started talking and not Okay And, and then, then Something about them Hawaiian girls Huh man Well you know Look at all this bro <laughs> <laughs> You know Shit When we went to Guam bro Guam I, I, I say this to this day Australia was dope I dated a Hawaiian Because I know my girl's watching too But Yeah Nah it is what it is Like these were Prior <laughs> times We're yeah. good <laughs> um, But it did happen And I remember just going to Guam bro They were so welcoming And uh, Shit man I ended up Going to a couple strip clubs out there And A lot of the girls out there Are from US Because they, they would fly the girls out there To, to, the, to the strip clubs out yeah. there and, and we'd meet them, and I'm like, oh, I'm from, you know, I'm from, I'm from Oregon, or I'm from the Bay Area. Oh, we hit it off, you know, chopping it up. Like, man, you, how'd you get, like, way out here? It's like, they book us. They hired us from my area. I'm like, yeah. shit. To the point where I remember I came back, and I had a girlfriend, like, in 97, and uh, Ambrosia. She, she rapped on one of our, our tracks, man. She was part of the Brown Royal King. But anyway, I ended up sending her to Guam because she wanted to go strip out there <laughs> in Guam, bro. And, you know, you know it just became a uh, getting chipped yeah. off for that. You know Pimping her. <laughs> <laughs> Call it what you want, bro. But the homie in me ever said, hey, we need a couple girls. ODM, wait, you guys. Like, hey, girl, there's opportunity there. He was trapping. If you that's what you want to do, go ahead. You, you remember that one? <laughs> place we went to uh is in london it was a strip joint and right across from the strip joint was a police department nah but when we went in everybody the girls recognized you guys and we ended up going to the back section where they had a jacuzzi and the jacuzzi like looked real dirty and everything oh wow nah yeah and then <laughs> We end up leaving because nah, it's an unsafe place. <laughs> really? Oh yeah, man. That dirty, huh? London got yeah. down like that. I remember the. I didn't like the food in London. Uh, I remember there was only because I mean, they were known for like what, croissants or bagels, and there wasn't really much to uh-huh. eat. Had no McDonald's. I mean, granted, I was in another. I get it, country, but it was like even Japan had McDonald's. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, the, the Burger King was called Royals. Royals. Okay, they had a little knockoff. Yeah. Yeah, no. I just didn't like the food. That's one thing I didn't like, even the dinner, whatever. But uh, and then I had my own sandwich made that one time, a big old sub sandwich. And you guys, where'd you get that at? <laughs> you know, <laughs> telling you, bro, they had they didn't have shit there to eat, bro. Nothing yeah. but coffee. I probably lost, yeah, coffee or bagels, man. I probably lost man. like ten pounds that week. But now we had a really good time on internationally, and then um, 
I, I can't really remember other than the car shows, bro, locally that we yeah. used to tour. But I know we did a lot of shows together. Um, let's well, talk. Huh? We did a show for uh, Orleans Lowriders. Orleans Lowriders. Oh, Texas. I remember. Shout out to Orleans, man. Yeah. El Paso, Texas. OG, right there. Yeah. So I, I want to transition real quick into uh, what you know what we're what we're doing now. What you got going on, man? You you started your own wrestling thing. Is that what we're seeing right here? Yes. Yes. That's United fine. Wrestling Council, Manny Pinson. Talk about us. How did you uh, come about this? I wrestled uh, professionally for a while uh, under the name of Bull Ramos Jr. We. <laughs> Bobby used to always joke back on you. He's like, come on, boo, where's your, where's your boots at? Or what would he say? Yeah. Well, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. I, I was so, just trying to squeeze the joke in. I was, I was, uh, he was a wrestler, right? I, I'm on YouTube under Bull Ramos Jr. versus Armor Saint with my tag team partner, okay. uh, Fabi Chulo. And, um, Fabi Chulo? Fabi Chulo was my partner, my tag team partner. It was a handicap match. Hell of a name. Um, my, uh, manager was Mr. Mexico. My trainer was uh, Pistol Pete and Mondo Guerrero. Those are Wait a minute. I saw a video. I seen, I seen that video. I think you posted it a while on Facebook. Yeah. And there's a dude named Mr. Mexico. Was That that wasn't you, was it? No. That's my manager. Okay. My yeah. hair was like maybe up to my shoulders. Yeah. Like then I wore the bandana with the uh, uh, cow skull. So no luchador? No, no, nah, no mask? Man. I'm too beautiful to cover this face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Amen, amen, yeah. you sexy beast. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I did that, and then uh, I stopped. Right That's when I started touring with you, with you guys, and all that. I had a couple of partners, and we were talking about starting our own business promotion. And we were talking about names, and I go, "Well, let's go with the name that's already known." Yeah, which is UWC, United right. Wrestling Council. So I talked to Pistol Pete about it, and. Uh, and I bought the name from him. It's been going on since when? When did you start that? The business itself? Yeah. Uh, I'll be maybe about two, three years now. There you go, Perro. You could be a... Uh, Danny wants to wrestle. Okay. He got the size, don't he? Uh, I'm, trying to, train, I'm trying, trying to go down. What, what was his name I'm be? I'm doing boxing. Me? What would your name be? The Big Perro. Big Perro. What do you call him? El Tortonator. <laughs> With a mask or without a mask? We got this name for Danny. We call it the Tortonator, man. I get punked on, whatever. He gets the Come on, fool. I'll put a big mascara on you, bro. A big torta mascara? There it is. Either that or put your tutu on but a tutu, you know? hey, it's, uh, all, it's all about entertainment, man. So don't have, yeah, that's true. They don't have my size though. Right here, look on the front, it'll say El Tortonator, <laughs> and in the back, it'll say Sopero. <laughs> Going straight down. I'm doing the wrestling. Obviously, you're not doing security anymore, right? I do. Or here and there. there, there's clients that I do work for that uh, call me up, and go, Hey, Manny, um, are you available? Yeah. I go, what you got going on? X, Y, Z, and that's, yeah. All right, this is what it is, you know. And you know it's it, it's I I still do it yeah you know did you do security for one of my birthday parties yep at my at my uncle Joe's mm -hmm. house yeah dude it was my twenty second or twenty third birthday I think mm -hmm. Bobby and I we we had stopped working with each other yeah and then my mom is the one that hired her I threw this big ass party at my uncle's path in Riverside and um it was one of my birthdays and I it was a Free, it was an invite only, obviously. I wasn't charging people, but I 
I was passing out flyers. This back in the day, we used to go to the Rocks Club, and I remember just passing Man, out flyers. And, there. and everybody, showed, Slow Pain showed up. Rest in peace. He was out there. In fact, Slow Pain was the one that ended up throwing uh, a cop showed up later on, yeah. and, and Slow somebody threw a freaking uh, beer bottle, and it hit the roof, and it bounced and hit the cop right. Mm-hmm. And it ended up being Slow Pain. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's what I was doing. The Baby OG album. We had we had a lot of issues that night. But you, you guys were up there in the front. I think yeah. you guys were in your yellow jacket security. Mm-hmm. You brought a couple of your boys. Yeah. Was Lloyd there? Yep. Lloyd was there. Uh, rest in peace, too, man. Yep. We had a lot of issues that oh, night. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah? I was so glad it was over and done with that night. Danny from, uh, who else was there? Danny from De La Paz, a puppet from uh, American Me. I'm too young for that. <laughs> Come on, bro, bro. I got to rewatch the movie. Huh? I got to rewatch the movie. Big puppet? Oh, mm-hmm. man. Legend. Too young for who you. Who else? We, we, had, we had some... Jism, shout outs to Jism. It was a rapper, a uh, bunch of rappers there at that time, man. Just, just, just rolled up. Everybody started coming out though back then too. There was this fine yeah. ass low rider mom that I invited too. I think her name was Claudia, mm-hmm. bro. She yeah. was fine. She was bad, bro. And, and but we never linked. There's some wild stories, man. Wild stories. We did a show in the Imperial. Your uncle was a mayor or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And that was the only time I wheeled in deal with the promoter because. He didn't have enough cash at the time. Right, right. And he brought some kind of equipment out. And I asked Jam and James about this. He goes, oh, yeah, this is, heck yeah, this, this equipment's more than what we're getting paid for. Right. So I said, okay, this is what we're deal, but give me my cash, you know. I held on to that equipment after we did our show. And then we, then we got our money. Yeah. After we did our show, we ended up going to uh, Tijuana. Right. And then from Tijuana, uh, was that Miss something, a uh, friend that you knew? That picture that I sent you? Oh, Ver- Veronica? I think or, that's her. The girls that were in the, in the picture? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's um, the two guys in the back was my compadre. Okay. Right? And a uh, young lady was a little intoxicated, you know, and we were at Senior Frogs. Yeah. That night. So my compadre got pickpocket that night. I uh, thought it was Jam and James that got pit pocket because he told the similar story. When you guys got pulled probably, over? It's probably so. It was on the streets and the little sellers with the with the flower that, or the, the little whatever, yeah. they, they just, they all rushed uh, James they and they stole his wallet, right? Yeah, that's what he said. Well, and then and then he ran up and he the, was like, well, the Ferriottis were there. Remember uh, that? Okay. Well, it just happened to be <clears throat> I knew the Ferriottis that were there uh-huh. and that's when they caught that guy that took the money. Oh, the dang. Money. That must have been a separate situation. Well, that happens all the time, though, I'm assuming. You know? No, but those are good times, yeah. bro. I thought that was a TJ Knight's uh, video shoot for some reason uh, when you sent that to us. But, uh, man, we had a lot of good times, bro. Yeah. A lot of good times and a lot of headaches. A lot of headaches. Did you ever <laughs> have to, like, sit down with them and have, like, a talk with them? Like, you know, something's about to get serious, so we got to, you know, all be all on the same page or anything like that? No, because once we were home, we really didn't talk a whole lot, you know, going home because everybody was tired, Right. you know. And then when we got home, it's just, okay, this is the money. Give it to Gloria, you know. And what about on the road, though? I think he's he talking just, about, like, scenarios, right? Yeah, like shows. Like, like if going. we're somewhere, like, going back to what we were saying, like, how it, you... It, it, uh, it always came down to be careful who you're messing with. Because a lot of these girls look older than what they were. They were young minors, you know? Yeah. And some countries, they allow certain things. 
in the United States, they don't. I think like in the you know in London, you could be eighteen yeah. and you could be drinking already, or something like that. But yeah, well, we crazy. didn't we didn't go to Amsterdam. I know that. No, we almost lot. did. Yeah, mm. yeah. I would have been. But overseas, I mean, no crazy. These stories. guys, these guys were really good. Even when I toured with with uh, with uh, Skilo, mm-hmm. you know, I gave him the four one ones. You know, because if you get stuck over here. We're not gonna be lucky if you get back. It'll be a long time, man. Oh yeah. Well, that was my biggest fear: being out of the country, getting in trouble, hell, losing my passport, getting jacked or something. You know, you see all these movies. You're like, hell no, I got to get back. Oh man, it was. I mean, like I said, we had some good times. You know, Um, Bobby. You know, it was. It was always for him to to relax was a drinking. Or smoking, you know. Well, you remember Bobby smoked, and then he started drinking yeah. later afterwards. You know, but he, uh, when we went to Fresno, I think it was Fresno, to get his birth certificate, to get his uh, passport, you know, I got to know him a little bit, you know, driving up there and talking about his family and whatnot. Right. You know, and he said, man, it, it hurts. It hurts. You know, and I can only say so much and do so much for him. Right, right. You know, but uh, like I said, he, he was okay. You know, once you kind of understand where he was coming from. Sure. You know, he was battling some demons, and, and, and every person that I've had on this platform and uh, had had a conversation with him numerous times, mm-hmm. longer than we're not talking ten minute conversations here. You yeah. know. D would call a lot of us, you know, spend time on the phone. He, he, he called me, he'd call my way. Every, everybody on this platform, like I said. So everybody shares the same story. And um, I just want that to be clear because I don't want it to get misconstrued or, or, or twisted in any other way to where um, somebody else out there, maybe a relative yeah. or a close friend, may think differently out there about it. You know, no, like we all share the same stories. Well, there's there's a Bobby on the road and there's Bobby at home. Right. Okay. Now, Bobby, I know that there's only two females that I know that had kids from him. And the first one was a little girl. Right. And she had that cliff lip. Yeah, that's uh, Destiny. Destiny. Yep. Okay. Destiny was his first. And then... And then there was uh, the little boy. Anthony. Anthony. Yeah. You know. But, uh, I mean, I guess he would be an, an okay dad, but a missing dad, too. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, wherever we went, you know, do shows or whatnot. A lot of times, I told the operator, send all their calls. I'm talking about yours and, and Bobby's calls to my room. Right. Because public relations with you know right with the the females or whatnot right right you know we would make up fake names by the way aliases yeah. like they look for our government and we'd make up something else we'll go and, and the girlfriends would go well, why why are the calls being sent to you i said because we get a lot of scammers you know people trying to get into the room right why not so if you were here i'd go downstairs and see who you are right you know or we'd have radio interviews you know Covering for you guys, right? And because the time zones are totally different from 
here and overseas or whatnot, you know. Right. But uh, you know, that's how these were the girlfriends of Bobby? Uh and or, or people <laughs> these these were female friends that you guys were had relationships here in the United States. Yeah. Okay. So when we went on tour, yeah, right, your girlfriends would call, right, right, my room, wondering how come we're call. not answering. Yes. Oh, I'll be one hundred. I was a dog, like straight up. I mean, I ain't gonna sugarcoat it. Uh, Don't sit up here and sugarcoat it. This is the blackout, baby. Come on, man. <laughs> I was a dog. I'm not proud of it, but it is what it is. I was young. I had girlfriends, uh-huh. and you know, yeah, they they would call me one in particular, and I'm gonna let it be known. You know, I I dated this girl in high school, and she ended up having a kid with DWTX. So we'll let that sit for a second. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Don't cry. You know? No, I was, well, I was running amok. Like, yeah. you know, and, and uh, yeah, yeah. And, and, and her, that that's her, her son is Anthony. You know what I'm saying? But we're all good now. Uh-huh. You know, we're, we're, we don't see each other. But back then it was just whatever. Like, you know, it, it is what it is. And yeah. um, when that scenario happened, like, it was kind of like a, like, Bro, I was going 100 miles an hour at that point. Like I, I didn't, I didn't, and I didn't look back. So it, it didn't really affect me. And if it did, it was just kind of like one of those, like, wow, you know what I'm saying? Like for a second, you know. But one thing I do remember is that when I was dating her, she, uh, yeah, she would call the she she would call the my hotel room. And obviously, if I if I'm with somebody, I'm not gonna, gonna pick, pick up, up. You know what I'm saying? So at back of the days, yeah, you can call up to the hotel rooms, and there's where they would get transferred to to Manny, and that's what you're talking about, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Well, so I, I would hear it when I got home the next day, but it is what it is. I mean, yeah. you know, well, like I said, being in security business, I try to keep things in a down low to where you figured out what I was talking about, right? You know, and I just. Way how I've been, I don't sure. throw all kinds of stuff out through the names and just yeah go around the box or whatever you know. That's crazy, bro. Because I uh, I thought you was gonna come on here and tell a bunch of shit. <laughs> the way you was hyped up on the phone yesterday, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, you know. But it's different when you get some cameras uh, on you. I'll tell you that much. You know, well, privacy, but privacy. It, it is. I respect that. You know? I do. So, you know, what else, bro? Hey man, I what mean, we, we've had some like a lot of good times. Uh, I spoke to Winston and Mike the other day from Latin Side, uh-huh. and uh, they said to tell you hi. You know, and uh, Latin Side of Soul. Mm-hmm. What's up, fellas? Good dudes, always good yeah. dudes. So you know, they, they say let's do some gigs or whatever. And I said, well, I'll get in the studio and start doing some stuff. Yeah, you know. I remember when it, we, <sighs> with those guys. I remember when they were popping. They had, I think, Senior. Had, you know, had them playing right. And I remember where Senior would try to like it was a it was a cat and mouse game like wherever we were being booked or whatever radio station we were trying to go for ads and try to get like you know our songs played on stage. Senior was trying to work their record, yeah. and Senior was I don't know what he envisioned to us like it seemed like he was trying to make Latin side of soul the next lighter shade of brown. Yeah. That's I, what it seemed like. Can you agree on that? Yes. So that that's what it was. That that's what the you know the the, the story you, was. You guys had already left him. because we left yeah. him, and he went and created his own Latino group. Because yeah. mind you, there weren't a lot out there at that time. There was a few that were starting to pick up, make some noise. But mainstream wise, um, Lighter Shay was was the first group doing it, and yeah. then you had uh, um, groups like Latin Side of Soul who came next. There there was a lot of talk with 
uh, females that were traveling with us too. You know, a lot of jealousy. Yeah. You know, um, was it? You said your cousin, Alex. Okay, my cousin. Okay, here's another gem which y'all don't know. So, teardrop. Uh, stop Denise as we mentioned um, if y'all don't know check out on the previous podcast she stopped touring with us for whatever reason it want nothing to do with it Chulo explained it best and, um, and Cliff but since then I mean at that from that point on we needed a replacement for her to come fill the, the song was fairly was still new mm-hmm. it was still popping Latin active and we're going well who's going to do that verse right like once the female verse comes because it was not it was one of the hottest parts of the song so it was like, all right, well, we can't just cut the middle out, which we end, end up uh, doing later on, where we just made it two verses up until today we got there. But my cousin was around, you know, shout out to Alex, you know, and, and she was around the same age, you know, pretty, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Uh, and she can she can hold a rap yeah. and everything from her voice to her to her look to everything she i think she was making her own bras at mm-hmm. that time kind of like how selena was yeah mm-hmm. you know was making hers like at that time it was those sequence bras whatever rhinestone ones and she was making like i remember she had this mexican flag one and she would come out on stage and just represent and go hard but the jealousy came when i think teardrop showed up at one of the shows right yeah well then not only that you know you had the young kids you know their hormones were going all over the place because you know they seen a nice looking girl over there and <laughs> I think it was uh, Isaiah you know I had a little crush for her too Bobby Ross's brother yeah Isaiah okay but uh, you know and there were some others that hmm, the eyebrows going up <laughs> you know well I mean she was a very attractive yeah. lady you know what I mean and, and at that time she was young she you know uh she was uh, definitely an eye catcher, you know, and and to be up there on the platform rapping was mm-hmm. like it's unheard of, like for Latinas, because most of the Latinas at these car shows were were modeling. Yeah, I think Dazza though, mm-hmm. if you remember Dazza, shout out to Dazza. I think she started singing later on, or or had a song on Thump Records or something like that, or it was during the same time. Dazza was a popular lowrider model at the time who did both. Uh-huh. But she sang, you know, Alex was rapping. Yeah. Alejandra, yeah. And then was it that one girl that whenever we went to San Francisco, she was a model for Lowrider. She would always come up and party with... Uh, yeah. We partied with a lot of Lowrider models. Look at mm-hmm. White Smiling Moons. Yeah. <laughs> yes. All Horny Boys coming <laughs> horny soon. Boy <laughs> horny Boys Horny Boys podcast coming soon to the blackout. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. But, I mean, that was the scene, bro. We partied with Lowrider models. You know, we go to the bars. We go to the after parties, Lowrider car shows. And shout out to all the dudes, man, at the Lowrider shows. They were good dudes, you know, from the photographers to the promoters. Larry Gonzalez, Albert, just the old crew, you know, yeah. the original Lowrider. That's where we grew up at, and I think there's where we made our name. And because of Lowrider Magazine, mm-hmm. that whole tour, that's where Lighter Shade of Brown um, based, you know, put their first plant of their feet on. And that was a platform for us, at least for the Southwest, until they started, you know, expanding to the East Coast and whatnot. But Manny, man, I, I think our time is up, bro. I, I want to thank you, man, my brother, for coming and shedding some lights. And uh, I want to push this one more time because I know this is what you're doing right here. The United Wrestling Council. Follow my boy uh, uh, on Facebook, Manny Pinson. United Wrestling Council right there. And if anybody wants to... uh to become a wrestler, can, can anybody join? Or how yeah, does that well, work? You, you, 
you know, you, you have. Or do you got to be a certain rank already? No, you have to be in somewhat good condition because training is really hard. Yeah. You, you know, you, you're going to get trained by the best and, you know, expect to get bruised, cut, or whatnot. Sure. Because it's, it's a tough sport. It's a tough business. Yeah. You know, even though it's. Wait, cutthroat? It, that too. <laughs> a lot of guys don't like each other. Right, right, right. You know? But it's 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 uh, it's a hard business to be in. It's just like being in, in the music business, you know. Until you make it, then you're somebody. But you got to start from the ground up, right? And it sucks. Sure, the music business sucks just like the entertainment business. All entertainment sucks until you start making the money, right? You know. Well, so that's why I stayed in the background. Work security. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> More money. Yeah, you always have a job. Then mm-hmm. it's my job. Like yeah. it's my company. So these just rotate. They alternate the wrestlers. Yeah. Uh, once again, man, thank you guys. Any last shouts, bro? Anything else you want to tell? Say on the platform. Uh, follow us. You know, look for the logo when you uh, uh, bring up my name and whatnot. Um, thank you. Thank you. I had a great time on the road, um, mom. Love you, Gloria. You know, shout out I to Gloria. You. you know, if you guys allow me to uh, you know, share with you guys, nah, bro, and, and watch you boys, boys to become successful men. It's an honor to see all that, man. You know, and it's a great experience. Love you, bro. Thanks. Thank you, man. And uh, God bless you and your family, your lovely wife over here, Amelie, Amelie, Amelie. I'm gonna call her Amelie. <laughs> Amelie? How do you say Amelie? Am I saying it right, Emil? Emil, Emil, I love it. She walked in. And she was like, "Hi, I'm Emil." I said, "I haven't had one in a while." You know, <laughs> in fact, I'm looking for a meal. Morning. <laughs> hey, man! Shout out to the Blockout Podcast. Uh, we got more to come, guys, and this just keeps growing and growing and growing. I don't know how many more episodes we, you know we, we're going to do on the lighter shade because now it's, it's season two. It's whoever was around, but we're gearing up for season two. Just know that, and you know, right now we're on this narrow path, and it's all related right here on the Blockout Podcast of the birth of lighter shade but just know you guys don't want to miss out we got big plans for this platform matter of fact we're going to be moving to a new spot here on the next one you might catch us on there literally like tomorrow we, we got this uh, office space so you might see the the, the the setup switch up a little bit you know what i mean as we're in between and we also want to uh, eventually go live and that way we can start taking calls and that's what this thing does right here if y'all didn't know you know yep. so on that note guys thank you guys so much uh danny take us out bro yep you already know so make sure you hit that subscribe button let your mama know let your papa know that the blockout podcast is coming to a city near you.